1 Corinthians chapter number 14, verse number 2. For if I uh, speak in an unknown tongue, I speak not unto men but unto God. For no man understands him. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. Amen. Verse 14. If I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Romans 8, 26 and 27. Uh, we find some, also some scriptures on to praying in the Spirit. This, likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for. So here he's talking about prayer again, as we ought. But the Spirit, King James says itself, it's himself, makes intercession for the saints. So the Holy Ghost is here helping us to pray. Uh, for, for Make the intercession for the saints with groanings which cannot be uttered. He that searches the hearts, that's God, knows what is the mind of the Spirit. In other words, what we're, he's, the Spirit's helping us uh, to express what he has in mind by giving us those expressions. Because he makes intercession for the saints, the Holy Spirit makes intercession for the saints. We could say for the saints means uh, helping the saints from the previous verse. Makes intercession helping the saints according to the will of God. So the Holy Spirit will help you to pray. Yes. The Bible calls him a helper. Jesus said that the helper will come. The, the comforter or the helper is translated different ways. And so one of the greatest helps that he uh, brings to our lives is the help in prayer. Yes. Ephesians chapter number five also, we can read all these verses. These are all on the prayer, uh, on the subject of prayer and praying by the help of the Spirit. Um, you want to know how to pray? It's pr based on the Word of God. Remember John 15, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you will, it'll be done unto you. Here in my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. Talking about prayer fruit. Yes. So uh, the word abiding in us is how, what we base our prayer life on. Right. And we pray in, to the Father in the name of Jesus. Yes. And, uh, you know, we then find that we pray by the leading or the help or the unction of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Based on these verses, Ephesians 5 is another one. He said, pray, verse 18, praying always with all prayer. At all manner, one translation says, of prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Yes, in the Spirit. And watching there, watching there, there in the Spirit, unto prayer, I like to say. Yes. With all perseverance and supplication for all saints. You can go to God just worshiping and fellowshipping with Him and put up your spiritual antenna just yes. picking up, is there anything I need to be praying yes, about? Yes. That's called watching there yes. unto prayer. Amen. It's a prayer to pick up the signal about what needs to be prayed about. Yes, amen, amen. We need to practice that because sometimes the reason we don't get more leadings in prayer is because we're not open to any leadings of the Spirit. But if you're open to it and you spend time with God, fellowship with Him, you'll, you'll find yourself picking up things He needs prayed about. And you'll actually find Him leading you to pray about things that you didn't even realize that you need to pray about in your own life. You know, you were just going to waltz through it and see, if, see how it works. But he, he's going to have you pray something out about it. So watching there unto prayer with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. You don't even know all saints. How could you pray for all saints in your mind or out of your mind? You couldn't because you don't know all saints. You certainly don't know what they're all going through. But here he said you can do that if you'll yield to the Holy Ghost. Because he knows all saints. And he knows what they're going through. And he'll give you prayer uh, projects and things to pray out for people. And you'll pray out miracles and pray out divine interventions. And you'll pray out the, the, the mysteries that, that they need to get. Uh, someone prayed for me because I was called to the ministry, but I had no interest in it. 
And somebody, Emily Mahaffey, yes, got into the Spirit and prayed. God. And because of that, I couldn't enjoy my sinning anymore. <laughs> yeah. Praise God. You know what I'm talking about. You just get miserable. There's a pleasure in sin for a season. And that, sin season, that season of enjoyment yeah. is shortened a whole lot by grandma praying or somebody yeah. praying. Yeah, come on. Come on. Yes, sir. Yeah, what you thought you could get away with and enjoy it, you just don't enjoy it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, there are things that need prayed about. There are people that need prayed about. The plan of God needs prayed about. It needs prayed out. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that before we get into prayer tonight. Tonight's prayer night. You remember the Lord told me that uh, he wanted me to, he said, I'm giving you a new assignment uh, to train this congregation in the things of the Spirit. There is a place in prayer in the things of the Spirit to where uh, there is where you can express the desires of your heart more fully. Yes. Yes. Amen. Um, and, and that's what the Holy Spirit is here to help you to do because you can't really express with your, your articulate speech a lot of times what you really want to say. That's why it says there in Romans, uh, likewise the Spirit helps our infirmities for we know not what to pray for as we ought. He didn't say we don't know what to pray for. Sometimes we know what to pray for. We just don't know how to express ourselves as we ought. Yes. I mean, we'll say as much as we can in English, but our spirit's not satisfied. You've been there. Have you ever been there? Especially if you're praying for other people. I mean, you can see they're going through something and get down and pray. Oh, God bless, you know, Jim Beans from whatever, (laughs) who's going through such and such. Help him, Lord. Strengthen him, Lord. And you can go through a few things that you know from the word. You can even pray the Ephesians prayers, something like that. But a lot of times you're aware down inside there needs to be something more needs to be prayed. And you can yield to the Holy Ghost in tongues and get over out of the mental praying. Remember 1 Corinthians 14, 14 talks about, uh, he said, said, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I'll pray with the spirit. I'll pray with my understanding also. There's mental praying, but a lot of times that just doesn't satisfy your spirit about there's more that needs to be prayed than what you mentally knew to pray. And that's the reason why more miracles don't happen is because more Christians don't uh, slip out of the mental kind of praying and get over into spirit-directed praying. That's where the miracles are, over in those deeper waters of the spirit, praying as the Holy Ghost anoints you, as he leads you. Ephesians 6.18 there, praying with all, all, all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Other translations say led by the Spirit mm-hmm. or under the anointing of the Spirit mm-hmm. or prompted by the Spirit yep. or directed by the Spirit. Yeah. They'll say different things. And the Greek, that's all accurate. Actually, that, all that's yeah. accurate in the Greek. You're under the anointing of the Spirit by the leading of the Spirit. And I'll tell you, he knows exactly how to get the yes, job done when you don't know how to get the job done. Yes, he does. And so uh, you got to get your tongue hooked up to your spirit a lot of times to really pray as you ought. So many things need prayed out. So many things won't happen unless the church prays. You might say, well, why is that? Isn't God just doing it? No, he turned that authority over to the church. Jesus rose from the dead and said, all authority is given unto me in heaven and earth. Then he said, you go. And then he said, you cast out devils, you heal the sick, you, in other words, you go in my authority. I, I got that authority back for you. I got it for you. I didn't need it. I was up in heaven doing fine, but I came to get it back, to give it back to you. Cause you're the one that lost it. And you're the one that needs it. Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
and I'm not going to let you down here. I'm going back up to heaven, but you're going to stay down here, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. So earth has to do something because earth has the authority. And so I'm, I'm going to let you run things down here. You say yes, the answer will be yes. I mean, even if I haven't done want it to be yes. You say no, then, and, and it's the will of God, then, then even though heaven wants it, it won't happen. Amen. Amen. We got to understand that. But anyway, um, but there's so many things that we've got to learn to pray in this deeper area of prayer. I want to talk about praying in the deeper realms of the spirit tonight. Because we've got to get over into some of these things because there's a move of the spirit that a lot of times we, we, we some of us that have, have been, become accustomed to some of this, because it doesn't happen in services a whole lot, we assume everybody understands what, what we operate in maybe in private. Yeah. But, you know, you find out eventually from time to time, somebody doesn't know a thing about what, what you really, what's a part of your normal life. Yeah. So we want to talk about some things tonight. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So notice there, 1 Corinthians 14, verse number 14, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Notice this is spirit-led praying. Yes. In other words, you're doing the praying, yes. but your tongue's not hooked to your mind, your tongue's hooked to your spirit. Yes. Yes. You understand what I mean by that? Yes, Folks are accustomed to talking to people, yep. uh, other people, but they're not too accustomed to talking to God. Yeah. And 1 Corinthians 14, 2, we read that first. He said, if I speak in an unknown tongue, he said, uh, he, uh, he said there uh, that uh, the mind, he said he doesn't, he doesn't speak to men, but unto God. Right. Amen. He's talking to God. Yes. Praying in tongues, you're talking to God. Yes. Yes. No, you can't pray in tongues against the devil. No. No. He doesn't know what you're talking about. Amen. That's one of the reasons God gave you this is so that you can pray things out, talk things over with God, and the devil can't get in on it. Because exactly. if he can get, if he knows what's going on, he can get in on it and yeah. try to stop it. Yeah. That's why the Bible said if he'd have known, he would not have crucified the Lord That's of glory. Right. Because he didn't know, he, it was a mystery to him. Yeah. Because he didn't know, he couldn't get in on it. Yeah. I mean, eventually he saw some things and tried to, but he wasn't really aware of what he was doing. Actually, he's playing into God's hands and, uh, you know, he was playing into his own doom. And that's par for the course for the devil yeah. when you operate in the Holy Ghost. Y'all yeah, right. with me tonight? Yes, I came ready for, for, for church, yes, so you better be ready to get it. So, uh, so really, people are not accustomed to talking to God. Praying in tongues is the hotline to heaven. You're talking to God. You're talking to God on his level. And it'll satisfy your heart. Second of all, praying in tongues uh, uh, is talking to God, but... You're, you're talking to God, not out of your head. People are accustomed to talking uh, to people, number one. You know, they, they have something they're going through and they always want to talk to somebody. That's, that, that's their first, you know, inclination. Or if they do talk to God, they talk to him out of their head. And you might know a little bit about what to pray about out of your head. Uh, but yet, right on the other hand, um, you've got to learn to talk to God in tongues. Yes. Talk things over with God in tongues. Because some of the things you need to make a decision about, they're like a mystery to you. What do I do about this situation? I got a whole lot of things out of my, if you could see my altar, and I don't have a literal altar, but you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, if you could see my spiritual altar where I pray, I got things laid out all over that altar. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I'm talking this over with God. I'm talking this over with God. I've got this on the altar. Lord, whatever you want with that, that's consecrated to you. Everything. Got a lot of things out on the altar right now. Yeah, got a lot of open cans in prayer. You know yes, what I mean? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. and, and see, I bet I'm spending a lot of time praying in tongues over them. Because they're a mystery to my mind. What yes. am I supposed to do? What direction do I go? Yes. How do I do that? Yes. How do I do everything you're telling me to do? Yes. Yes. And so I'm talking it over with God. Yes. And my head's up here going, I don't get it. And my heart's going, huh, huh, it's all coming to pass. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And so a lot of that's done in tongues. Yes. So get used to not just talking to people. But you get used to talking to God. Second of all, get used to talking to God on his level in yeah, tongues. That's good, that's good. You know, your head only knows a little bit about what you need. Your head only knows a little bit about what people are going through. Yeah. If you're praying for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Or any given situation that arises, you know a little bit about it. Yeah. Right, like, for example, I've had situations. This is, this is common experience for me. Situations where I'm praying for somebody and I'm praying, Lord, you know, in the English a little bit and I'll get unction, praying in the Holy Ghost, I'll pray in the Holy Ghost. Sometimes I'll get it, sometimes it's just one time, you know, but then sometimes it's every day. Every, I get in prayer and there they are again, I'm praying for them again. And, uh, but sometimes then I'll go into the deeper place of prayer. You know what I'm talking about, about deeper place of prayer? Well, you will by the end of the service. <laughs> but when I get into that deeper place of prayer, then I go to the place where gifts of the Spirit start manifesting. I might have a revelation gift. I might have a, I might have a gift of special faith. I'm thinking of, well, I'm thinking of several situations where uh, I went into the spirit. And all of a sudden, I realized what was, oppo- I could see it in the spirit realm, what was opposing them. Okay. You know, before that, I was mad at them. Then I realized what's opposing them in yeah. the spirit realm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And by seeing that and, and by, by operating there, a lot of times with the gift of discerning of spirits, come, not all the time, but a lot of times comes also the gift of uh, special faith, yeah. where you're able to address what's opposing yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it a number of times. Next time I see them, I said, good to see you. How you doing? Oh, my goodness. So I'm just doing so much better. It just seems like something's lifted off of me. You know? Praise God. I never say much about to them. You know, I just yeah. praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Some of them wouldn't believe it if I did tell them. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so it enables you to pray out mysteries. What is a mystery? It's just something you don't know. There's a lot of things we don't know about situations. That doesn't mean we don't know some things. We do know some things. But uh, we don't know here as we, as we ought, he said. Isn't that right? And so really what praying in tongues does is enables us to pray more fully about the situation as we ought. Amen. 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 As it ought to be prayed about. Now, 1 Corinthians 14, 14 uh, shows us in the Amplified a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit more clearly our relationship with the Holy Ghost in this. He said, if I pray, and my spirit prayeth, but my understanding, that's the second verse, but I mean the 14th verse, he, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaks not, a, uh, let me get it here, talks about, he's talking about my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Yes, sir, yes, sir. My understanding is unfruitful, yes. right? Yes, sir. My spirit, the Amplified says, by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Somebody said, well, we know all this. Well, that doesn't mean you're doing it. It's not what you know, it's what you're doing. And faith comes by hearing, so you're getting faith yes, to do this tonight. Yes, so my spirit by the Holy Spirit prayeth, by the Holy Spirit within me, literally, within me prayeth. And so that shows you your relationship 
with the Holy Ghost in prayer a little bit more clearly. You're not doing this just out of your heart. You're doing this by the help of the Holy Spirit. You're in your spirit and the Holy Spirit are in fellowship, working together. Now, I think we need to hear that because sometimes you, 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 I've I've done this. I, I think maybe you can identify with it. Have you ever found yourself... Well, you said you were praying in tongues, but you're really not tapping into the Holy Ghost. It's just you're praying in the language that your spirit has learned. Yes, come on now. Wow. But you're really not tapping into the the, the helper down on the inside. And you're just going down the road kind of chattering in tongues. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But there's a real hookup with the Holy Ghost. And when you do that and he takes hold with you, <clears throat> then you'll get over into this deeper place. Amen. And so uh, the Holy Spirit within you is giving you the utterance, but you speak out of your spirit and you're not speaking out of your mind. You're, you, you do the talking. He gives you the utterance. You understand what we're talking about? And so there's deeper realms of this. Remember over in Ezekiel 47 Verses one. If you don't know the reference, you'll remember the you'll remember the scriptures when I refer to them. But it's Ezekiel forty-seven one through five. Remember, he said that there was a he, he, Ezekiel was a prophet. He saw waters rushing out of the temple. There wasn't literally any physical water, but he's seeing this in the spirit. Waters in the Bible is a type of the Holy Ghost, and he sees the power of God flowing out of the temple. And uh, then it formed a river, and then he, the angel that was showing him this took him down by the river, measured it. He had a measuring rod, measured out a thousand cubits, came back and got Ezekiel and took him out there, and it was waters to the ankle deep. Yes. Ankle deep. Took him another thousand cubits, it was waters to the knees. Then took him another thousand to the waist. Took him another thousand, it was, it was waters to swim in. In other words, you know, you go into a river or a lake or something, it gradually oftentimes gets deeper, right? That's what the, he was measuring out. And, and he was, see, that's a type of a flow of the Spirit. And he's saying there's, there's shallow levels of the flow of the Spirit and there's deeper levels of the yes, flow of the Spirit. That's good. And what he's saying is he wants us to come on out into yes. the deeper flow of yes. the Spirit. Come on. Amen. People come on. are in the shallows getting their, the bottom of their little toe wet. That's how deep of the water they're in. And they yeah. think, "Woo, we in it. We in it. Yeah. Well, you're in enough to, uh, yeah, a bird couldn't even take a bath in it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's not very far. But I want to go on. Anybody else want to go on? What is it? That, that, what does it look like if we go on? Well, it looks more like the book of Acts. It looks more like praying like the book of Acts. It looks more like signs and wonders like the book of Acts. It looks more like uh, angels coming and getting people out of prison kind of thing. And a man being taken, caught up bodily from one place to another to go preach somewhere. Praise God. The dead being raised. Whole, mass, whole city's turning to the Lord. Come on. You can see all those things in the book of Acts. The ministry of angels and visions and gifts of healings and working of miracles and all sorts of things. Hallelujah. And mighty flows of prayer. Because that's how, that's how the Holy Spirit helps us as well. Amen. 
And so really what we're going to learn to do more and more, that's what one of the purposes of these Wednesday night, you know, first of the month Wednesday night prayer times, we're learning more and more to get into deeper flows. God wants this church to get into deeper flows. Uh, And you have to learn how to do that. It's another illustration you could use. It's like whenever our space uh, force, well, now we got a space force, but we started out just as an astronaut program. They, they learned to get up there and, you know, get out into space, but they didn't go all the way to the moon right away. They just got out into the edge of the atmosphere yeah. and then they came back in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they got out the Geiger, what do they call those Geiger, count, Geiger counters or whatever. After they came back and get the guy, make sure he's not radiating. He's not lit up with radiation, you know. They're not sure what's out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems to be okay, so let's go out a little further. So they went up the next time, went out a little further. Yeah. I don't even think they put a human up first. I think Russia put a dog up there first, right? Wasn't that Sputnik or was that something else? Anyway, they put a dog up there. They didn't put a human up. They're not sure what's going to happen up there. Is he going to explode? Is he going to turn into a, a, a radiation, you know? What, what's he going to be? They didn't know. Why didn't they go all the way out yeah. to the moon right away? Right. Because it's new territory. Yeah, new territory. And you got to learn how to operate yes, and function. Yes. Besides that, they're out there in weightlessness. Yeah. You know, we're so used to the gravity of the earth. They're out there now where that gravity's not that strong. And so they got to learn how to operate in all of that. Yes. They got to make sure they can get back. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Why, why, why did they just do it gradually? Because every time they go out there, they learn something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they'd come back and they'd, re, re, they'd say, well, this is, how, this is what we learned. This is what we learned. Yeah. Okay, that means we can do this and we can do that, but we better not try that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do this. Oh, yeah, it works. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Well, the whole way around the earth. Oh, yeah, yeah whole way around. Okay, <laughs> push the thruster back in. Oh, yeah. glory, we made it. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what it's like to go further and further Praise into the God. things of the Spirit. God. You don't just get dropped out in there no. into the deeper places of the Spirit. You got to learn how to operate in the things of the Spirit. Well, when that comes on me, what is that? You know, travail might come on you. Right? If you don't know what that is, you'll, you'll back out of it. And come back to earth and go, am I all right? I mean, you, <laughs> right? Because you're not sure what that is. And you don't want to, you want, you don't want to get off. Most normal Christians don't want to get off. Everybody say out loud, that's me. Praise the Lord. So you got to learn, you got to know. And somebody, somebody that's been out there before can help you. Right? Well, if you've had that come on you, travail come on you, and you didn't know what it is, you talk to somebody, and they can help you. Remember Galatians 4.19, my little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in. That's just not a verse. That actually happens. These groanings, remember Romans 8.26, groanings that can't be uttered, that can actually happen. And people, when that, you know, if you're not accustomed to it, I mean, here at church, we're more accustomed to it. We're, we're not so freaked out about it, yeah. but, but it used to be Some, yeah. somebody started travailing. Yeah. I don't just mean interrupt the preacher, but I mean, we're all praying yeah. and that comes on somebody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It used to be everybody just shut down and, yeah. Whoop, yeah. and then get back in their mind and the anointing would lift. Yeah. Yeah. But now we understand more. Yes. Amen. So we don't, we don't shut it down because right. we know what it is. We know yeah. it's, it's in the word. Yes, How many of you always want to go back to the word? 
But unless we give expression to these things, we won't get into these deeper places of prayer. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It's not just a tongue. There's diversities of tongues. You can get in prayer and your tongue change. There's things like groanings and, and, and travail. I'm not, trying, I'm not saying we should make these things up. I mean, you make things up and you will get weird. It's true. I've been to some places before. I, I will never go back to that prayer meeting. Because it's not right. Amen. You don't teach people how to travail. No more than you teach them how to speak in tongues. You, you say Coca-Cola real fast, many, many times, you know. Oh, there you got it. And that's tongues. No, that's not tongues. That's Coca-Cola. <laughs> right? Amen. So, but you don't teach people how to groan or travail. It's as the Spirit anoints you. In the Spirit. And uh, if you're not open to that and you back out of it, if it starts coming on you, the Holy Spirit will lift because he's a perfect gentleman. But here's what I've learned. The further I go into that, and I'm not talking about making things up, but I'm talking about making yourself available. And and if he comes on you that way, fine. If he doesn't, fine. But if he comes on you that way, if I'll yield to that and go with that, even though my head might go tweet, tweet, you know, which it used to do a lot. Even if I, if I yield to that, the anointing will get stronger and I'll go into places and and I'll be able to operate to help people. See, that's what it's all about. It's not about putting on a show or a performance um, or it's not about drawing attention to ourselves. And I think maybe sometimes that's why some of us draw back because we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. But see, if you're yielding to the Holy Ghost, he'll get the glory, not you. It won't be, you know, we're looking, we're looking to, or somebody's looking to us. I don't like the attention on me. I, I'd prefer that not be. But yet, but yet I had to get over the fact that sometimes whenever I'm flowing in the spirit, that's, there's going to be things happen. But we always say glory to God. Let's lift our hands and give him praise. It's not about a person. It's, it's, it's thank God God got his way. And uh, our, our desire, our, our purpose and our motive is not to be seen, not to draw attention to ourselves because the Holy Ghost doesn't draw attention to us. Remember what Jesus said, when he comes, he'll glorify, Jesus, Jesus is doing the speaking. He said, he'll glorify me, meaning himself. He'll glorify Jesus, not us. Well, but anyway, but, but the more we yield to those things, the more miracles will happen. And, and the, the greater people will get, the more help people will get, which is our motive. We want to see people helped. I don't know if you've noticed, but the uh, spirit of faith hasn't buried any young people. That's true. That's right. Or, or teenagers or, or middle-aged people. That's true. Well, because there's enough power being made to the congregation to Amen. keep them strong, keep Praise them healed, God. get them healed. Yeah. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Where if somebody gets sick, we all go to prayer for them. Yeah. Make a supply for them. Philippians 1, 19, tremendous supply is made, power is made, James 5, 14, 15, 16, making power available, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Are you interested in this? I am. I want this more and more and more. So we've got to get into these deeper realms and where this anointing comes, different things happen and miracles are, are prayed out. Revelation is given on what to do. Um, and, uh, Thank God for praying in the Holy Ghost. 
Now, when we pray in the Spirit, that means with the aid or help or leading of the Spirit. It's done under the anointing. The Holy Spirit doesn't do this, and, and we don't do it. We do it as He anoints us. He doesn't do it without us, and we don't do it without Him. Amen. That's why he said, how be it the Spirit? He said, the Holy Spirit uh, helpeth our infirmities. Yes. Helpeth doesn't mean he does it. Doesn't mean we do it. Right. We're, he, we're, we're, we're yielding to him, but he's helping us. He's yes, anointing sir. us. Yes, and do you know there are things we can do when the anointing's on us that we can't do when it's not? Right. Absolutely. I'll give you an illustration of that. I don't know how many years ago it was. Probably 30, maybe something. We've been here 20. No, maybe not. Maybe 25 or 27 years ago, maybe. Um, a minister we knew, uh, I've told this many times, but he, he got into some things, got, got out of the will of God and got into some sin and stuff. And a lot of us had ministered with him in different settings and we knew him pretty well. So we're praying for him and getting nowhere. I mean, he's just, he's just saying, leave me alone. I want to be in this sin and so forth and so on. Cause people were going trying to restore him and stuff. And, uh, but anyway, so in the process of time, we're all praying and and, uh, but in the process of time, one night I was, I was awakened and with, with, a, with really just a, uh, I guess I would call it like a heaviness on me. Not, not depression, but it's, it's, a, an, it's a burden to pray. Yes. And so I started out praying and prayed in tongues. Really, I started out quoting scriptures and then just, just praying in tongues. And uh, I got, this is in the nighttime, I got over into the place where my tongue switched to English and I'm praying uh, in English, but I'm still in the spirit. Now, I don't know if you what I mean by still in the spirit is I'm still praying under the inspiration of the spirit. I mean, the words are just flowing out of me like water out of a faucet and my mind has nothing to do with it. At times like that, you want to turn on a recorder or, 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 or but, uh, you can't stop and write it down. You'll get out, you'll break the flow. You don't want to break the flow. So you just yield to it. And you're putting scriptures together that you would never have thought of to put together. And you're saying things that are just profound to your mind because your mind's now hearing what you're saying and understands what you're saying because you're saying it in English. It's all inspired. You're praying by the spirit of prophecy now. Somebody said, I've never gotten there. Well, pray more in tongues and you'll switch over. Keep yielding. Amen. I've done it a number of times. But then I got to singing and worshiping God in English inspired singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And I don't know how long that went on, maybe just a couple of minutes. All of a sudden, while I'm singing, all of a sudden, it's like I went through a door. And I'm no longer in the natural realm. Well, I am, but I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not conscious of the natural realm. I now, all of a sudden, am conscious of what is going on in the spirit realm. And there's this man standing, this, this man that had backslidden. There he is, and a demon is endeavoring to take over, take him over. And I knew that this demon was not just trying to, you know, to rob him of his ministry, but he's trying to rob him of his life and take him to hell. Yeah, yeah. Some things you get in the spirit, you just know yes. supernaturally. You wouldn't be able to tell people how you know it. You just know it. Yeah. And this thing's trying to take him over. Well, whenever I saw that, it was like, uh, uh, really, whenever I saw that special faith came on me. Now, I've been wanting to teach and preach on the gift of special faith for a number of years now because the Lord's used me much in this. And I don't talk a lot about it. Most of it's in the political realm. You ever heard me talk about the time that there was a man running for the presidency? Well, he's running for his particular 
political party's office. I mean, you know, what do you call that? The primaries where he's wanting to be the candidate for that party for the, for the presidential, presidential election. He's running for that. He's running in the primaries and he's winning. But I got over into the spirit one time and, uh, and the Lord spoke to me and I spoke out of my mouth. Jesus is the rise and fall. This came up out of my spirit. These, this is a, a gift of special faith. And it came through an utterance. Jesus is the rise and fall of many in our nation and he just fell. It was an utterance. It was special faith. Somebody said, what was that? It was, I couldn't doubt from then on he's done. Done, done. He will go no further. And that's exactly what happened. That was the last primary, the last state he won. And the one God wanted at that election, yes. this was quite a while back, uh, that man all of a sudden came on the scene yeah. and, yeah. and, and took, actually became the president. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody said, you do that? No, but under the anointing of special Amen. faith. Yes. It wasn't me. It was, it was doing something under the anointing. Yeah. You could try doing that just like we tried praying that man out of that situation uh-huh. that was in sin. Uh-huh. We could try doing that and, and just do it without being in the spirit and we're not getting much results. Right, right. But blessed be God, you get Come in the spirit. On. That's the problem with a lot of Christians today. They're not enough in the spirit. So they're not getting the results they should get. Anyway, I prayed that out. I saw this, I saw this demon wanting to take this man over. And, uh, and all of a sudden, the gift of special faith. I know exactly what it is. I've been there any t- many times. Oh, I wish I could just, I wish I could carry it around with me yeah. in my pocket. Yeah, come on. Oh, my Lord. Come on. You, you, become, a, you become a master. Yeah. Yeah. You become a thousand times bigger than you yes. are. Yes. Yes. I'm serious. You feel like you could bust through anything yeah. and destroy anything and pronounce anything and it would all come to pass. Yes, amen. It's not your faith. You can't do it by your faith. This is faith not, that didn't come through the word. It's faith that drops on you in a moment of time by the Holy Ghost. You didn't build it into your spirit through feeding on the word. It just came. It's God's faith on his level. But he uses man to operate in it and decree some things. Amen. I could tell you story after story. I don't talk a lot about it because some of it ain't pretty. <laughs> Some of it ain't pretty. You can either pronounce blessing or judgment under that gift. But you can't do it. In, you can't do it because you're mad. Well, I'm going to turn them over yeah. to Satan for the destruction. You can try it, but it doesn't mean it's going to work. <laughs> anyway, but I want to talk more about this. I'm telling you, it can change elections. It can change the whole direction of nations. Because the decree was made under that anointing. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. And that's what dropped on me in this vision. I saw this demon trying to take over this man. Special faith dropped on me and this utterance came out of my mouth. Swallow him not up. You have not your prize. Swallow. I said it three times. You have not your prize. Third time I said it uh, like like you storm, you know, breaks, the clouds break and the light, the sunshine comes through again. It's like a beam as big around as I can reach right here, came out of heaven and and hit that man and that demon in the spirit. I'm not talking about in the natural. Hit that man and that demon. And that demon, 
I know, I know demons don't cease to exist, but yeah. it was a type of the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. That demon, he didn't just break apart and fall yeah. off. He, he was blown into dust pretty yeah. much. There was nothing left but dust. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just little particles. That's, that yoke was destroyed. And the, the vision disappeared. Well, I started, I came out of the spirit and realized I'm back in my bedroom now. And all of a sudden I started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Been trying to get it, but hadn't got enough into the spirit. And you can't always change everything for somebody else. But in that case, God allowed us to do that. Amen. But see, that's going into that deeper place. Can you understand what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I'm telling you, it's worth whatever price you have to pay to crucify your flesh, turn your head off, spend time alone with God, fellowshipping with him, getting quiet, building yourself up on the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost to get to the place to where you slip into that deeper realm. Amen. Once you slip in, the devil's done. Amen. Somebody said, Do I have to do that all the time, even to operate in faith? No. But a lot of these things out beyond your realm of authority, you won't get anything by your faith. See, that was beyond my realm of authority. That man, I had no authority in that man's life. But boy, you get under that anointing because somebody yielded. I don't know if I'm helping you or not. I can tell you stories. I can tell you about visiting presidents and talking to them. Where, where I know people think you're strange. You start talking like this, people think you're strange. But it's time to start talking about some of these things. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I've talked to a couple of them. You might think that's weird, but that's between you and God. It's actually the truth. Amen. And some of these need to be visited. Yes, <laughs> sir. Well, praise the Lord. So this is done by the Spirit. Um, you could say praying in the Spirit, uh, uh, but you can also pray in the Spirit by the Spirit of prophecy. Um, sometimes you just stir yourself up. I, I've been awakened many times in the middle of the night, and sometimes I've had an unction I need to pray. Sometimes I just wanted to fellowship with my Father. I didn't have an unction to pray. I just desired to fellowship with my Father. And in the middle of doing that, the spirit of prayer comes on me. Not always. Sometimes it's just, I remember one time, um, I was, I was get. I, I don't really get the flu like I used to. You know, every winter I used to get the flu all the time. And, you know, I'm not judging anybody that does. I'm just saying I don't anymore. I've learned how to either, number one, take care enough, enough care of my body, or number two, stay, stay, you know, built up enough in faith to keep it off of me. Amen. There's a natural side to things too, you know, you got to yeah. get your rest and stuff. But anyway, I was not, that year I had, this was the third time I had the flu that particular year, this is a number of years back. And I said to the Lord, I said, uh, I said, all right, what is it? I, 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 this isn't normal. Something, you know, for other people it might be normal, but that's not normal for me. And I said, what is it? And he said, well, it's a couple of things. And he, he told me what they were. And he said, one of them was, he said, he said, you don't ever come to talk to me in prayer anymore. He said, every time you come, you're bringing somebody else and you're praying for somebody else. And he said, you bring the whole congregation sometimes. He said, I'd like to just talk to you. Yes, sir. Yeah. He said, you're, you're trying to carry the care of everybody in the church. Yeah. Yeah. That was a low blow. Yeah. Yeah. 
He said, some of them are growing up. They need to do their own praying. Yes, absolutely. Yes, sir. Come on. Not all of them, but some of them. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, say amen or oh me. So I said, Lord, all right. I won't, you know. I don't know if I'm making any sense or not tonight. Praise the Lord. Um, so, but anyway, let me get this. Sometimes I just want to fellowship with my father. Sometimes I start out, sometimes I, I get awakened in the middle of the night and I know I'm supposed to, I know there's something I need to pray about. There's, there's like a heaviness on me or something. I, I used to think that was trying, you know, what was on my dad's trying to get on me. And there was a measure of that at one point, but, but I learned over the years. No, I've already whipped that. Sometimes these things are just, you know, a, a, a prayer project. Yes, sir. Well, when you just wake up, you know, uh, 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 oh, what time is it? And your body wants to go back to sleep. I said, yours does. But mine does too. So, you know, sometimes I yield and sometimes I go, I just roll over. <laughs> and I'm laying there and I'm trying to shut my mind down and, uh, and something's stirring down in here. But I know I'm in the flesh. Well, then sometime, most of the time, most all the time now, I, I obey and I say, all right. And I start out praying in the flesh. No anointing. Uh, I'm is as dry as I hardly feel saved. Certainly don't feel full of the Holy Ghost. Whatever that feels like. Um, but... You know what I'm talking about. I seem to have no unction. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. there, there's a stirring down here, yeah. but I, I haven't tapped into it yet. Yes, yes. Not out loud because I'm not waking her up, but. You know what it's like? Yes, sir. So you thought it was just you. And then you stop for a minute. <laughs> right? Some of you identify with that. Oh, I fell back asleep, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Sometimes you got to get up out of bed. But um, anyway. But so I start out in the flesh. Smith Wigglesworth said a lot of times he starts out in the flesh and by just, just yielding, he yeah. ends up in the spirit. Yeah. 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 And I had some times where I went through for, you know, you ever struggled with it for a half hour and said, all right, I get more sleep if I just get this done and get, yes. get back to bed. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. You ain't been for it yet if you ain't been there. I'll just, I'll just get up and just really yield. Rather than lay here half yielding and, you know, just taking longer. How many of you know it takes longer when you don't yield very well? And the clock's ticking and you're losing more sleep. So just get with it. But you start out in the flesh. You don't have any feelings. You don't even hardly feel saved. But you start out in the flesh before you know it. You're drawing up and something starts bubbling and it starts bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. And be, hey, shakaya. Oh, yeah. Oh, you come by. And oh, there you go. And you get slip over and you get into that deeper place. Amen. If you haven't ever arrived at that place, you got to get there. 
I remember Brother Hagin said he prayed the devil. The Pentecostals back then thought you could only pray if you had a special unction to pray. I'm praying in tongues, I mean. And so, but he saw there where it says in Romans, 1 Corinthians 14, 14, I will, I will, I will pray with my spirit. I will, and I will pray with my understanding. He saw I could do it as I will. I didn't do it Sunday, but when people get filled, I'll oftentimes say, they'll be praying in tongues. I'll say, okay, now stop. And they'll stop. Then I'll say, now start again. I'm showing them they can do that whenever they want. So Brother Hagin said, I'm going to just get down here and I'm going to pray for an hour. Because they didn't believe you could, his church people didn't believe you could do that. So he prayed for an hour and he got up and he felt nothing. Mm-hmm. The devil said, you just wasted an hour. You could have been getting your sermon ready for Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Just for that, Mr. Devil, I'm going to get down here and pray for yeah. two hours. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Prayed for two hours and felt nothing. Right. Just for the devil said, it didn't do yeah. you any good. You wasted two hours. Right, just for that, I'm going to double it and I'm going to pray for four hours. Yeah. Remember in the middle of that, he hit that gusher. Yeah. 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 And revelation came. Yes. And... Uh, and really a gift of the Spirit. A revelation came of the future. That, yes. that, was, that was the time God spoke to him about some things that were coming. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so, if, and then he said from then on, because, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But if he said from then on, it didn't take me near as long to get to that place. And I think I know one reason why. Because have you ever gone to a, have you ever, you know, we got GPS now and stuff. Yes. But I'm talking about before. The, all these computers and stuff that help us. But you, you ever, somebody said, well, why don't you come to my house for dinner? Well, I don't know where your house is. Okay, you do this, you do that, turn at the brown cow, at the, yeah. turn, turn here at the, at the red barn and, you know, yeah. right? Since you've never been there, it's a 15-minute it's a trip, but it takes you half an hour. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you missed your turn and, oh, that's the brown cow. Well, that's, that's not... That's not standing by the red barn, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah. it took you a while. Yeah, yeah. Why? You hadn't been there before. Right. You're not familiar with it. That's right. Yes, sir. But yeah. he invites you back to lunch again. Yeah. 15 minutes, you'll be there because you've yeah. been there before. Yes, sir. Yeah. Especially if you're like me, you have a photographic memory. Yeah. If I've ever been there, I can, I can get there again. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But that's in the natural. What about in the spirit? Yeah. If you've ever been to a certain place, yeah. you can get there much quicker because you've been there. Yeah. You know how to do it. Yeah. And then you, and Brother Hagin said, and I found that to be true in my life. You can get there much quicker. Amen. Yeah. This is just some practical things tonight. Talking about getting into this deeper place of prayer. And so um, you, can, uh, you can just press into this. Now, let's, let's just, we got to get to something here. Um, spend extended periods of time praying in other tongues. Amen. Amen. Say that out loud. Spend extended periods of time praying in other tongues. <clears throat> I find I go through seasons where I, maybe like I'm in one of those right now, I'm in a transition. Um, and it requires, my spirit's stirred and I'm praying a lot in other tongues. Uh, and there's a lot that needs to be prayed out. Remember the Lord said to me uh, that there's some things that we need to spend extra time praying about as a congregation right now. Uh, And so I'm spending extended times praying in other tongues. And really, that's one thing that will help you go into some deeper places. Not because it takes God longer, but it it takes us sometimes 
it's time to get our minds quiet. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what keeps us from going in there. Amen. And so there, there's this place I believe you and I, all of us as a congregation, need to learn to go there. I'm convinced after a number of years of being in the ministry, I'm convinced a lot of Christians have never gotten there. When you slip in, you won't be asking anybody, did I hit it? It's a little like drilling for oil. Well, they drilled, they drilled for a well, water, water well in our, by our house when we, got, we built our house. I mean, that thing's out there running. And they did that for a couple of days or whatever it was. They actually had to go a lot deeper than they thought. Um, but anyway, you didn't have to ask whenever they hit water. People are out there hollering, hey, hey, hey. And the water's coming up and stuff's happening, you know. <laughs> And you won't, nobody, nobody will have to ask you if you hit it. That's right. That's right. But you do have to drill. Yes. Yes. Go deeper, go deeper. Dip down here deeper, dip down here deeper. Amen. That's the best way I know how to describe spiritual things sometimes. And so uh, once you hit the, the deeper place, things will start happening like revelation of what you need to do. The Spirit was standing there with revelation. He was waiting for you to go deeper. There can be gifts of, uh, of, of power come into manifestation where you pray something out. <clears throat> you can go into the Spirit, and, and, and uh, I'm not saying that you're asking God for this, but if the Lord wills, He'll take you into the Spirit to where you see things in the Spirit realm if you need to. Uh, there's just so many things. Can I just go over a few things here? Here's a couple of things that uh, you should develop in your prayer life to move beyond just tongues and yield to these things. You might want to write some of these down. I might go too fast. You can get the CD or whatever. I'm not talking about making these things up. I'm saying if you continue to go deeper, these are the kinds of things that will begin to happen. Amen. Do you realize that you can develop in spiritual things like you can develop in mental things or physical things? Like I, I first started, I realized I was, my posture was, you know, doing this. And so I wanted to strengthen my core. Yeah. I don't do it like some of, some of the guys in the church do, but I do do exercise. Yeah. And so I, I started doing that, started doing that, started doing that. I didn't, well, at first I knocked myself out and said, I can't do that anymore. And, you know, so I realized I got to do it gradual. Yes, sir. I've been doing it for quite a while now and I'm just regularly, regularly doing it. And I noticed for a while, my shoulders hurt like fire. Because I'm, I'm, I'm stretching before I do it, you know, and yeah. doing all my exercises. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just, I'm saying that for a while it, it was tough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But now I miss it if I don't do it. And that's the way spiritual things are. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You can develop. Yes. That's what I'm doing. I'm developing yeah. my muscles. Yes. All, the, all the exercises I do, uh, front and back, these muscles, these muscles. Yeah. Amen. They're developing. Yes. And it used to be. <laughs> that probably didn't look good on camera, but it was. Now it's like. I'm doing it. Two sets at once. This side, now this side. Okay, now I'll stop. <laughs> Take a bit of a rest, then do some more. And that's the way you can develop spiritually. 
I don't know. If, you just have to hear it, with, hear it with your heart. Okay. As you develop spiritually, you'll experience different things and different moves of God in prayer. And here's some of the ways the Spirit of God will move you in prayer once you get over there into that deeper place of the Spirit. You'll experience travail. You'll experience these groanings Romans 8.26 talks about. You'll experience praying something through to where you, you hit a note of victory. You'll get under a spirit of prayer. We call it a spirit of prayer. Some people call it a burden. There's nothing wrong with that because it does, it, it's a, but, but it's not depression. It's like a, um, it's like a, it's like something's heavy on your heart. Someone's heavy on your heart. Some people, sometimes you don't even know who it is. But you pray, yielding to that. Sometimes it comes out in tongues only. Sometimes it comes out in groanings or yearnings or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, travail. Uh, Ephesians, I mean, uh, Galatians 4.19, little children of whom I travail in birth again. Sometimes it comes out that way. But you can pray until that lifts and you'll hit a note of victory. Yes. Yes. You either sing or you'll laugh mm-hmm. or you just don't have the yeah. anointing to travail anymore. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I mean, there needs to come a time. If a baby is, mother's having a baby, there needs to come the time where that travail's over and wham, wham, here, there he is, finally. Praise the Lord. Smack, smack. <laughs> Just for what you put me through, smack, smack. Or maybe it's to get them to breathe. I think maybe it's another prayer. I'm just kidding, but you know what I'm talking about. So travail, groanings, praying something through. A lot of times when you pray something through, there will be a, a revelation gift or a power gift or an utterance or something. Not all the time, but sometimes that'll come. Sometimes you pray revelation through and, and all of a sudden, now you know exactly what steps to do, what, what you're to do in your life. You're to take this step, this step, this step. And as you walk that out, it'll just work almost like Brother Higgins said, like magic. Yes. We're not, we're not preaching magic, but no, you know what I'm sir. talking about. It just works so smoothly and so easily. Yes. Why? Because when you pray things through, you don't have to work them out. Yes, that's good. That's good. You don't have to push them through. They'll just kind of almost yeah. push you. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. I've been there before. Oh, my, have yeah. I been there. I like that better than yes, struggle. Absolutely. All right. Sometimes gifts of healings that come into manifestation. You can be praying for somebody that's maybe terminally ill. And you pray through, get a note of victory, make power available, come to the next service, the power falls, and, and the pastors or, or somehow the yeah. Spirit of God ministers to somebody, yeah. and what maybe nobody knows is you prayed that out. Yeah. And we don't need to no. announce it to everybody. No, sir. Our name's not Gabriel, the announcing angel. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. Yes, sir. We just need to rejoice that we were a part yes. of the plan of God. Yes. We, we were, we, come on, somebody, I'm trying to... We just want to see the work of God done and people's needs met and God to have his way and the plan of God to come to pass. Then I'm talking about all this to say that this is what we're doing for the plant, the church plant in Cedar Rapids right now. Cedar Rapids. Kansas City, Lee Summit. You know what I meant. Hallelujah. You can pray things out. You can take expressions of, of somebody's heart down there yes. that's crying out yes. to know God better yes. or, or to get answers. Yes. And you can take those expressions. The Spirit of God can take the longings yes. of their heart and impart it into your yes. heart. And you express Come it to on. God. Yeah. Pray it out. Yes. And pray yes. that person into yes. a divine encounter with somebody that tells yes. them about the church yes. or something. Yes. Or an angel visitation if yes. necessary. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. 
Amen. Peter prayed out an angel of visitation to Cornelius. He's seeking God, wants to know God. Doesn't know how to find out, you know, how to get to know God. Send an angel come, send men to Joppa. There's a man named Peter over there. Woo, glory to God. We'll take that. Supernatural advertisement. Sometimes the gift of special faith comes and declarations are made with boldness and authority of the Spirit. I want to get into that a lot more at some point. Sometimes you'll uh, plead the person's case. Sometimes when you hit the note of victory, you hit psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, which is worshiping God under the spirit of prophecy. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes you pray it through and you dance. In my house, pastor? Yeah. If you don't do it at home, stop doing it at church. You're just showing off at church. Yeah, just, if, that's all you, only, if that's the only place you do it, all either right. you're showing off in church on, or else on. you're not yielding at home. Something yeah. up, something's wrong. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Sometimes the very, the very need that you're praying about concerning somebody else comes in your being. Even I've only had this once. I've talked to Richard Roberts. He has this a lot. But, but where I've prayed for somebody and the, the condition they were going through yeah. came into my body. Yeah. Wow. That's only happened one time in my life. Yeah. But as I prayed and prayed it through, it left and they were healed. Amen. 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 Sometimes people's faces will flash before you. Yeah. Yeah. That happens to me a lot. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Lord, why is Brendan's face flashed before me? I mean, that's ugly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. But how many of you have ever had that? Don't just say, well, I don't know. What, don't, don't just walk up. To, Did you know I was praying for you and your face flashed before me? No. That's not why, he, that's not why his face flashed before you. It was so you could pick yes, that up. Absolutely. You're praying. Most likely you're praying for him. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. I'm just having fun. You know I love you. How about um, uh, praying in a different tongue? Sometimes your tongue will change. I'm talking about when you go into these deeper places. Some of these things will happen. Um, so uh, there's, there's uh, you know, tongues of men and of angels sometimes. How about being carried away to you're in a different place and in the spirit and you're seeing things in another location? Absolutely. Now, people, you understand this is being preached to a congregation that has some maturity about them. It's not going to try to make these things happen. But it can happen. And I've had it happen to me. I've gone to people's homes and saw what they did and heard what they said. All of a sudden, I'm back where I was. And I was like, oh, I needed to hear that. Puts the fear of God in people. Did you see their faces? you hear the silence? (laughs) It doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen every week. It doesn't happen every month. But it has happened. Yes, sir. Yeah. Doesn't even happen every year. All right. Keep going, Pastor. (laughs) I can't make it happen. I don't try to make it. I'm not interested. I just rather. I'm the kind of guy. I'll mind my business. You mind yours. But sometimes it's necessary you yes, have, if you're going to yeah. take care of things yes, anyway. Sir. 
So that can happen. I mean, I'll just give you an illustration of that. Do you remember uh, Elijah? He went with his spirit went with uh, Gehazi whenever he went to get that money fraudulently from Naaman after Naaman was healed. Do you remember that? He said, where'd you go? Came, and he came back, stood before Elijah. Where'd you go? Nowhere. Oh, yeah. He said, my, went not my spirit with you whenever you joined yourself to the church. So Elijah is carried in the spirit, not physically, but in the spirit, carried there. And he's standing there watching the whole transaction. That's what Brother Hagin was talking about whenever he said he was, he'd be praying and all of a sudden a girl that maybe he kind of liked, thought maybe he'd start dating her. He'd start praying and all of a sudden he sees her standing on a street corner. Car comes up, honks the horn. She gets in. They go out and commit adultery. Yeah, people always get quiet on stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> but that, 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 that can happen. Yes, sir. What's the purpose? There's a purpose in those yes, things. Well, number one, for him, that was to protect him. She's not the one. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, so there's things like hitting a gusher. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. There's things. I'm, I'm going to almost close. I'm going to almost be done here in a minute. Praise the Lord. I tried to say close. I, I, I said almost. Um, there are, there are, I kind of covered this. There are realms of authority. Now, I'm not talking about your authority as a believer. You have that whether you're in the spirit or out of the spirit. But I'm talking about things like special faith. There are realms of boldness. You get, you get over there and boldness comes on you. Yep. 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 Amen. Amen. Brother Hagin said there are realms. He's talking about being in the spirit. There's a life of the spirit and a realm of prayer in the spirit, a realm of authority and supplication for all saints that the majority of Christians know nothing about and the rest have barely touched. <clears throat> there, are, there are, you can get into the spirit and plead somebody's case with such boldness that when you get before the throne of God, that when you get back in the flesh, you're almost tempted to repent for talking to God that way. Come on. Most Christians, you know what I'm talking about? But see, you weren't doing it out of your mind. You were boldly making your claim, pleading your case. Remember Brother Hagin told that story about uh, telling, the Lord said, he picked up somebody was in his home. Well, actually, this phone call came. He found this in the natural. Phone call came. Better come. Your mother, mother's dying. 68 years old. Your mother's dying. You remember that? Yes. And so he talked to the pastor. And the pastor said, yeah, I believe you better come. She could, she could slip. So he went home. And you remember the story? He said he's pleading. Well, actually, he, didn't, he hadn't even gone home yet. He's going to go home. But he's praying. And he said, now, Lord, I, somehow or another, I can't let her die. Mm-hmm. Because she's done so much for me. Yeah. I mean, she... Braised us when my daddy left and yeah. Yeah. she almost went, she had a really did have a mental breakdown trying to mm-hmm. support all of us. And, yeah. Yeah. and then she, you know, did, she did so much for him. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, I'm just not getting to the place I can do something for her. Yeah. He said, for some reason or other, I can't let her die. He said, I know it's selfish. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Brother Hagin said that then the Lord pled his case. The Lord sighed, I'm almost done. I'm trying to quit. I've been wanting to preach this for a long time. And the Lord, because remember the Bible said in Isaiah 43, 43 come let us plead together. Plead together. He said, Brother Hayes said, I pled my side. And he said, the Lord pled his side. And the Lord said, well, she'd be better off to go on right now. Be better off for her. And he described some things. And Brother Hagin said, I, I just can't do it. He said, Lord, I just can't do it. 
he said, uh, and said, in fact, if she dies, then he said, <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. If she dies, then I'm going to remind you every time I think about it. Mm. And that, that she really was able, you know, there's, that she didn't experience long life. Yeah. I'm going to remind you every time I think about it. And he said, and then whenever I come to heaven, every time I see you, I'm going to remind you. You ever remember him telling that story? Yeah. He said, you know what the Lord said to him? He said, okay, whatever you say about it, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Smack, smack yourself. No, the Lord, yeah. the Lord liked yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. He's pleading his case. Yeah. He said, let her live to 80. Yeah. Yeah. And the Lord said, okay, she'll live to 80. Brother Hagin said she got healed, restored, and she lived fine. She was 80 years yeah. old. Two weeks after she's 80 years old, she passed on and went, wow. went on to heaven. Praise the Lord. That's a bold place. But sometimes you get under the anointing and you'll say things that you wouldn't say in your mind. In fact, you get back in the flesh, you're going, oh, Jesus, <laughs> should I repent? Anyway, stand with me to your feet. Praise the Lord. You've been sitting long enough. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God, especially when you operate in special faith, some of these things get real strong. But it's not you. Some things that we're talking about has to be operated in to pray out the move of God. In fact, it's only sustained by this kind of praying. This kind of travail. This kind of, this kind of thing. Do you understand that? And some things won't happen or they'll struggle to move forward without this kind of praying. Like a church plant. Or like, a, like, a, like an assignment God gave you, something that he wants you to do. It can, it can sort of grind forward. I think of a, like an old you know, runner sled. We used to have those sleds with runners on them, you know. Uh, there's no more snow, and so it's, you know, trying to go out there. And you're, you hit a patch of snow, and it goes fine. Then you hit the dirt, and you know. That's the way things can be in life. Because there's no... Greasing of the skids kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, That's yeah. what prayer does. It That's greases good. the That's skids. Good. And yeah. things can move forward with much more ease. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 You can make such power available to people that it's hard for them not to get healed. Yes. Yeah. Now, you can't always get healed for them because, you know, it's between them and God and their faith sometimes. God won't let you go any further than that. But especially if they know better. But yet right on the other hand, they have every opportunity yeah. to. There's things I, that I've gone back to the Lord and I've said, Lord, what about that? He said, you did your part. Yeah. I've, had, I've prayed out. Yeah. I'm thinking of somebody prayed out their healing in my prayer time, prayed out their healing. And the power hit them in the, prayer, in the healing line so hard that one of the ushers here who's known for not falling, the person fell back and hit them. And this usher went out under the power and he laid on the floor for a while. And mm -hmm. still no manifestation of healing. And I said, well, Lord, I did my part. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You understand what I'm talking yes, about? Yep, yep. But it ought to be hard. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> to not be healed in this yeah. church. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 Because we make power available. Yeah. 